Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 385 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I have your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there, Chris. Dana Eileen. Hey, what's up? And Jordan Biardi. That's me. How are we all doing today? Good. I'm... Yeah, let's get right into it. And uh, for sure, top story this week is not necessarily a really positive one, but it is uh, something that might stir a little bit of hope and hopefully uh, bring about some positive change. Uh, we're, seeing, we're seeing the gaming industry respond to the ongoing crisis in Ukraine. And like I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the right word to call it. There's a few things that come to mind, but we'll, we'll go with crisis, um, war, invasion. invasion. Yeah. <laughs> Atrocity. General dickishry. War, war crimes. Uh, take your pick. Um, so yeah, there's been a few initiatives going around around the industry. People responding to it, trying to promote some positive change and get some uh, support to the people who need it in the Ukraine. In Ukraine. I'm trying to stop myself from saying that. I'm not sure where I picked up that habit. Um, uh, uh, so, so 11-Bit Studios, itself a Ukrainian studio, uh, put their game Polish on studio. sale. Sorry? Uh, 11-bit is a Polish studio. Polish dude. Oh, okay. I thought they were actually Ukrainian. Um, well, they put their they put their game, This War of Mine, which is very closely related to the topics uh, at hand in Ukraine, uh, on sale for, I, I believe it was about six bucks on Steam, mm -hmm. uh, with all proceeds going towards uh, humanitarian efforts uh, and the Red Cross to uh, to get some to get some assistance for it's needed there. Um, that was kind of the big thing. Uh, there's a couple other calls to like. Um, like today, CD Projekt Red was uh, asking the partners in the gaming industry to kind of cut off mm -hmm. Russian customers from their services, um, things like that. Did, did anyone else pick up uh, this War of Mine on Steam? I didn't uh, already I own it, so I grabbed it. Get again. Uh, no, I just because I like I've ha I have it you on. Called uh... out, Chris. I know, right? <laughs> Put it on the spot. Well, no, because I had I it on PlayStation, <laughs> so I was kind of like, uh, I was like, I mean. I mean, I'm, I'll just donate money. I mean, I can just yeah. There's that. also that. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be supporting okay. no causes. There you go. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on, though. Um, we just did a story today about a uh, YouTuber. I'm going to totally say his name wrong. It's uh, Kriparian, I believe. He is a direct friend of a friend, uh, but he's a pretty big streamer on Twitch. He's in the top 50. Um, and he is doing a stream at 10 tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, and all of his proceeds will be going to uh, Ukraine. So if you if you all flock away from us in 45 minutes, we'll understand. Uh, I also do want, to <laughs> point, I do want to make a note of um, just the, the studios, like the ones that are Ukrainian, that are trying to fight through this stuff. Uh, you have like Frogwares, which is a Ukrainian-based studio, and they are currently like releasing games and, 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 and releasing patches during a conflict that's just impressive because mm -hmm. yeah, wasn't yeah, sh was... devil's daughter redux for xbox one yeah that released today and they are based in ukraine so that's pretty impressive uh we also have um studio behind stalker they're basically saying they're gonna mm -hmm. this is gonna really delay their game it's indefinitely delayed until the conflict's kind of over which is again beyond fair um, <laughs> I, like I don't, I don't, I don't know how you could finish and deliver on time with that. Everything else going on, just seeing a scrap of what's going on there. It's uh... yeah. So it's it's a it's a mess right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and I know like uh, TV studios are doing the same thing, trying to um, demand that, you know, everything that is going on over there stops. Like, don't, don't mm-hmm. promote movies over there. Don't send your movies over there. Don't mm-hmm. do any of it. Um, yeah. Well, how many how many studios have like kind of pulled support, right? I know Disney basically like pulled a bunch of support from, or pull, like they pulled a couple movies from I think they having like not, Russian no releases. No movie will be going to Russia right now until mm-hmm. conflicts over. Didn't like Netflix also like cancel like their like service? Yeah, I in saw Russia? they're not doing anything new over there. I don't, I didn't see yeah. that part, but I saw they're not going to like start anything going on over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. It's kind of an interesting thing to watch you know we haven't really had um a conflict of quite this scale or this kind of combination of opposition like um you know aside from like the iraqi wars yeah it's different now like in the internet age like this is this is how we do it this is our cold war essentially like Mm -hmm. we're cutting off content and certain services you know to the people of the invading company or country Uh, it's kind of a weird thing to watch in real time yeah like even watching the four of us here like the way we're reacting it's just different when yeah. we're talking about <laughs> anything else but uh i was saying that everything going on there it it has hit me differently than anything that happened in afghanistan or iraq i don't know if it's because i'm older now or because i'm a mother now but like it just shakes me and to see the gaming community and just the industry as a whole step up and like find ways to do things mm-hmm. that might yeah. actually make an impact is is cool i dig it it's it's something you said with like with the certain with the opposition that there is right like I think it's different for this one, um, just because of who's involved. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we were more of uh, allies to America when they were going to the Middle East. Like, mm-hmm. I was you know, like I think I think all of us here were basically teenagers during nine eleven, so that we had a different perspective to that. But like you know, that was an allied country of ours going and doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Now we're sitting on like the opposite side of this going like, okay, now this is a totally different perspective on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think it's, it's different too, because yeah, like, you know, number one, I think we were all um, a lot younger than, and a lot more like easily led to believe some of like the, you know, like not, not just like the, like the actual, like, like reasons for why America went to war with Afghanistan, but like a lot of the conspiracy that was behind it too. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, you know, I think also back then we were a lot more ignorant. So, you know, kind of like the racism angle played a lot easier over okay. here. Because, I mean, I remember there were like no shortage and like I'm a shitty person, I'll admit it. Like no shortage of like, you know, uh, like bad faith, you know, kill Osama or kill like the Afghan games on Newgrounds. And we ate that shit up like like it was nothing. Um, so like it definitely framed our perspective of what was going on there differently now i think we're a lot older and a lot more like better educated and more mature so to see a country that is essentially just like a totalitarian dictatorship just for no i mean for no good reason invading another country and just like forcing them into a crisis like it's a it's totally different now like you're we're a lot more sympathetic to it than i think than anything else Like, we had technology and all that. I was in grade Mm -hmm. 7 when 9-11 hit. And, like, I can remember them wheeling the TV in and us watching it there. Um, Oh, my God, Dana. Did we go to the same school? That exact same thing happened to me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's weird. We're the same age. That's crazy. I was was, was in grade 9, and there was a kid in my class whose mom was supposed to be on a plane. Yeah, I'm born in 87. You're younger than me. 
no, baby, no, eighty-seven. Um, yeah, there, so there, there was a kid whose mom was supposed to be on a plane flying to or over New York or something, mm. and all day long he was paranoid because he heard something was wrong. So I just thought it was this localized thing, and then we got sent home with like a letter at the end of the day telling what had happened. Like they, they kept us quiet until the yeah. end of the day about it. So yeah, no, just That's a crazy. weird. Uh, everything hits a bit differently. Um, it does, but like yeah. just these things, the way that things have changed though like just the way technology has changed and how like we can know what's going on in real time like uh sean penn was there doing a documentary about this and walked miles and miles to the polish border to get out of ukraine while they were bombed like he he was posting um pictures and stuff of the cars lined up and that's not stuff that we would have seen like in real time when Mm. all this other stuff happened you know yeah. yeah the, the other thing that's interesting too is um the uh, the president of, of ukraine i'm apologies i'm gonna butcher the name um volodymyr Zelensky. there we go i think they did an okay job there uh i've seen him on like the daily show like he's like the john stewart has had him on his his programs before he used to be like a stand-up comedian and mm-hmm. yep just yeah just <laughs> wild to think about uh the, mm-hmm. the different perspective he's got on all of this too it's yeah What's, it, it, it's, it's really doing this to uh what's the word i'm looking for he wasn't really doing this just to kind of be rich or whatever he was doing this because he actually did believe in ukraine mm-hmm. and now he's kind of have to prove himself but he's, <laughs> he's managed to do it oh yeah no he's been he's been proving proving himself like above and beyond you know uh yeah don't want to dwell too long on this because it's not really uh arena that we normally talk about <laughs> but, important uh, matters okay video games yeah well it's yeah, what right? things we're qualified to talk about uh but uh <laughs> if you if you important. are interested in giving towards the cause to try to support how you can uh you can check out that stream happening in about half an hour check with your local um ukrainian societies if you have one in your town i know there's one in my town and they are organizing to send materials over there like medical products yeah. fe- uh, feminine hygiene products med- mm-hmm. anything like, anything like that that people will need in times like crunch we actually crisis, have so. a uh, ukrainian catholic church up the street and it's been here my whole life i believe that my family has been to a funeral once there like i've never seen anyone in that church and the other day i was driving home from here because i have to drive past it mm-hmm. and it was packed there were people everywhere there were people up and down the streets with flags and signs and so the communities really come together and i'm sure that your local church or whatever will help you out if you're trying to uh, figure it out. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll leave that there and move on to gaming news. <laughs> um, mentioned the Pokemon Sorry. company earlier and mm-hmm. uh, they made an announcement on Sunday that's kind of, that they kind of kept muted actually because of everything going on. They felt it wasn't appropriate to, yeah. <laughs> to be yeah, too loud and out about it. It's time but... to jump into that stuff. Yeah, yeah they, they all the stuff scheduled and all of a sudden like, oh, is this really the right time? So they kind of quietly put it out there. But uh, yeah, the Pokemon company announced uh, the next generation of Pokemon games is coming later this year with uh, yeah. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, mm-hmm. which was uh, a big surprise. I did, have, did not have that on my bingo card for, for that presentation. So um, tell well. me, give me the rundown because I'm apparently bad at my job. Uh, let me know what, this is, <laughs> what kind of game it is. Talk to me like I am your audience. Mm-hmm. Well, again, uh, they didn't say a whole lot because of everything going on. Uh, they showed a trailer, which was half live action, which is kind of weird, like security guard running around yeah. for some reason. Um, okay. 
Yeah, people are kind of picking it apart for for science, but yeah, it it seems to be based on the footage they showed, uh, like a new main series Pokemon game that builds off of Legends Arceus. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. So um, it's going to be open world again, or it's going to be like semi open world? I, I I think I think people are sort of speculating that it's like it's just because yeah, like like Chris said, the way that it looks, if they didn't really show any gameplay, but like what they showed seems to suggest that it is going to have a more open feel and I, I think a lot of people are speculating too that um based on the, like how quickly this came out after arceus that they were probably working on them in tandem so like they kind of like used arceus as like a testing ground for the for the gameplay and this will be the more like traditional like you go to gyms and there might be like probably like multiplayer and stuff um okay. so that's it um a lot of people are speculating that it, that it looks to be based um, like the new uh, the new continent or region looks to be based in like um, Spain. Um, yeah, I, I I have a friend who lives in Spain and he was just going off the wall with all the stuff he recognized in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's very okay. clearly a Spanish based game. Or people people were well because people were kind of clocking the new uh, Firestarter and if Dana if you check the the the, the Slack I just I saw the little there. dudes I love them. So, yeah um, adorable. <laughs> So a lot of people are saying like you guys aren't paying like they were clocking the fire starter, but people were kind of saying if you guys were paying attention, he looks like a hot pepper, like thus, like, you know, further kind of like backing the idea that it's set in like a like a sort of like Latino based like area. Um, and I, he's that. just, I, I, I think, I mean, it's not, it's not. Uh, to be fair, I made ignorant. Mexican food tonight and it was spicy. This is all I've got. That's. I don't think this, that helps. This is a bit. This is a people <laughs> I can't say, hey, it was sent to me. I didn't make up the recipe. Okay, that's not my. The fault. duck has well, a nice more more on that later. Hair, you know. Foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't know. It, uh, it looks neat. Um, uh, you know, I I, I I sort of echo other people's sentiment that it's kind of like a, it's it's like fun that Nintendo went back or uh, Pokemon Company like went back to like color names. Mm-hmm. Um, because we haven't had one since black and white and um yeah i mean i i mean i i I was a little part of me was a little like you know oh i thought they learned something from arceus but they're still doing the whole like two game conceit which is Mm kind of like maybe we need to move past it Hmm. pokemon sort of evolved in a lot of ways that was like a sad little hmm no give me more yeah. i want four I, no every, every person should surprised. want to buy two pokemon games of course why would i'm not you? surprised they stick to it no it's <laughs> no i'm not either but like they need to move away from it is what i'm saying it needs to be done with yeah. just put all the pokemon in one game and let people trade amongst themselves mm-hmm. or or do it properly like they didn't do with uh diamond and pearl remakes like those are the same rom Mm-hmm. How there's, actually... there's a switch <laughs> like that's it that is ridiculous. pokemon question for my pokemon masters here um wow i just said that out loud okay um... bring it on <laughs> uh in the last little while i found that like quite a few pokemon games have come out like since i've been here at cgm so that's the diamond and pearl and all that jazz uh, then the Arceus, and now they're announcing this one. There's and been you were here for Snap, to too, actually, yeah. Yes, actually, Snap, that yeah. was toward the beginning. Um, so, th- is Pokemon, is that normal for a franchise? Do we do we post that, um, many, post that many games in English? You know, I think, I think it has been. We just haven't 
paid as much attention to it because for the most part like i for my speaking for myself like you know whenever when i was like a youngish or person um i only really paid attention to the to the main line pokemon games but like pokemon rangers was happening and there was like the pokemon pokemon dungeon yeah mystery dungeon Mm -hmm. was coming out so there were like a lot of pokemon spinoffs that we just sort of like weren't really paying attention to um and uh um, that actually exists i think actually (laughs) poke clue is there pokemon monopoly they have there has to be there's an animal crossing oh my god i want to collect all the monopoly games there's a st catherine's opoly cgm is located yes you can only Mm. buy it here i'm assuming is cgm on the the spot yes it's luxury tax orange. yeah that's what it is <laughs> square yeah oh so yeah um, everything yeah like uh, there's there's been normally like one main series game almost each year they sometimes take a year off but, but i've been uh, here uh, for a year and that's well like, that's several. main series they that's main series and then they do like yeah. other ones besides that I mean, um, on on the switch alone we got like uh the let's go series we got uh sword and shield mm-hmm. snap uh arceus yeah the diamond, diamond pearl. pearl um mm-hmm. that, didn't that then they also like joint release um po- uh, pokemon cafe and pokemon unite on the switch um, yeah they're both on there they brought to pokemon tournament over to the switch <laughs> the switch is a busy system it is a pretty si- busy system that would that would was that a segue nobody got that she was trying to switch us to our next topic i think i was just trying it seemed really good was there a pot that that i wasn't paying attention to drink my coffee here although i'm a little pregnant drink sunny d because he is six oh sunny d all right (laughs) he's got pink sunny d in the other room I, got <laughs> I, I thought that, but I wasn't gonna say it. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry, it just slipped up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, no, they definitely picked up steam uh, on Switch uh, the past couple of years. I think they're just yeah. uh, spawned some bullet in the water. I don't know. And, and um, you know, also let's let's you know let's not uh, let's not shy away from you know toxic Pokemon fans who immediately were upset about this too when I hopped on Twitter for the first five seconds after this was announced, and you know they were. Very upset about the uh, the the pixel amount on a tree. Let me tell oh, you. Yeah, well, that sounds yeah. like a person on the internet. Did you? Can we did, start you, a you know segment what? on here that's just like, what are we mad about today? What are Jordan's about? troll shitty check. Nintendo, Jordan's <laughs> shitty Nintendo fan corner. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, I bet you it, our Xbox fans are just as mad about something. Oh, they it, re- it kind of it kind of reminded me of this uh, this like t- someone that like, was like responding to this tweet about someone who was like um, complaining about Elden Ring. And he was saying like, okay. "Here's the way you fix Elden Ring. Uh, put it in Unreal Engine. Add a mini map and a quest log, all this stuff." And this person was like, "Here's my way to fix uh, Elden Ring. Put it in Unreal Engine and ruin it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a yeah. like real tendency in, like these days of people wanting to fix games all the time. Like mm. it's all this the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. Like I just keep thinking, I, I I keep seeing people go, "Oh, the font is so ugly. The font is so ugly." There's like fixes instantly out for each of these games fixing the font Mm -hmm. and it was only recently so six months or so after the whole thing was announced and started coming out 
that someone pointed out that the font is a little hard to read for some people. So it's like accessibility thing. But ninety nine percent of it is being people just being like, "Oh, ugly font. I fix." Like, yeah. No, well, Chris, just... didn't you know that everyone on Twitter is a game developer and they should be hired by all these companies to fix the games that they do not know how to develop? The, the point. The point is, everyone on the internet knows better than everyone else on the internet. Yeah. So uh... <laughs> the hardworking, talented people who make the games that you are definitely going to go out and buy day one. It, it doesn't matter what topic it is. There's always someone who knows better than the people who are behind it. Yeah. Um. But anyways, to build off of Dana's earlier anyway, segue, the Switch is which was brilliant, Switch is a busy console. Hey guys, the Switch has been really busy lately, don't you think? Tell us about that, Dana. Let's, uh, let's... No, why don't you tell us about that, Chris or Jordan or <laughs> not switch. me? Let's switch over and talk about uh, the fact that today, I was going to say, I remember the presentations at the start of the Switch's lifetime when they did the, yeah, all the time, like... like the fancy the little, yeah the snap. fancy things they were so behind that and they just kind of dropped that like a bad habit why it's the best fingers hurt from doing it all the time i still picture uh, koizumi doing that every time i hear yeah. a snap in a trailer every like i gotta do it all the time these hurts <laughs> you know how many times we segue in a, in a, in a nintendo direct it's killing my fingers like like switch it. turn five today uh yeah did breath of the wilds uh and presumably some other Switch titles or like launch titles? Um, I mean, yeah, a lot of series, Splatoon 2, <laughs> so, Xenoblade. I mean, what came out that a lot of stuff came out that year. That um, year, yeah. It was a dynamite sure. year. Cause I, I I missed the launch myself. I, I bought Breath of the Wild on uh Wii U the day it came out. Yeah. And played it there I, I, for a bit. I know for certain that yeah, Breath of the Wild, um, Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, Xenoblade 2. Mm-hmm. Those were all out that year. If there were more, I know because Nintendo Nintendo was was pretty much pumping out one solid like first party release every month. Oh, you you forgot about one two switch. One two switch, sure. How could you? That was a demo. There, there's a arms that. Arms came out too. Oh yeah, Arms, arms. was cool. How, is arms that was cool by anyone. Um, uh, my no. nephew loved it. I just messed up my chair. You guys are gonna hear some noise. Sorry. Yes, I hopped into it not too long ago, and mm-hmm. it was like it was like a sort of like a like a snapshot moment where like I jumped back into it, and I was like, you know, this is a really cool game. Like it's sort of kind of a shame that like people kind of like you know don't talk about it too much. And then I jumped online and immediately remembered why people don't play it anymore because the online still sucks. Like it was mm-hmm. so poorly is it for implemented. Arms? Is that what yeah, it's just like there's there's no there's no like matchmaking system. There's no like like guarantee I about like what just, game you're gonna get into. It's like totally random. Um, I don't need to go on the internet to let people actually punch me. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a little weird. you know, but but the the game itself in theory is like really cool and a lot of fun. But it's just like it just yeah, it was just like the one reason that most people are gonna want to have it is to like jump online and play like you know so like matchmaking. And mm-hmm. there's just like no way to do that. And you'll sit around in a lobby just waiting for like 15 minutes until you're thrown into like a two on one for some reason, like, or some like dumb, like objective, like based volleyball game you didn't want to play. All you want to do is just play like normal arms and there's no way to do that. So it's just like, it's a shame because yeah, like, like I said, conceptually, I think it's a really great game. Like I really mm-hmm. liked it when it first came out. I'm I'm just surprised there's still people to find online on arms. Like that seems like it's be it's it's very leads. hit or miss. That's what I mean. You will wait in the lobby that. for a solid five minutes. <laughs> hmm. 
like and just question your choices yeah that that yeah, seemed like as much of a gimmick to me though as uh, as one two switch did like i was equally likely to buy both of those and i have not tried other one <laughs> at this it, point I five mean, years it, later it was but like it was probably more of a game than one two switch was like mm -hmm. one two switch it was a yeah, one two switch was was the worst version of Wii Sports. That seemed to be like that kind of angle. Was that like this is the game you play with friends to show them what the switch can do? Like yeah, it's exactly. the Astro's playroom, but minus the substance. I mean, I don't think there's yeah. much substance in Astro's playroom, but that's yes, me. there is. It's there is for a one one afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a single. It's a single. I brought this to a friend's house game, and then I never played it again. And then someone else comes by your house and goes, "Oh, you have a PS5. Well, yeah, let me show you what the controller can do. See, it, it, the triggers click. It's good. Yeah. Um, Look, everything's well, vibrating and yelling thing, at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, what's uh, what are what are, what are some favorites on the system? Actually, like, what would you guys say is your favorite Switch game? Stardew. That's like the only reason I use my Switch. Mm. Yeah, I, I. And Jordan, don't cut you off here while Dana's uh, thinking. No, no, don't no, no, say no. Animal Crossing. Don't say Animal Crossing. <laughs> Dana go. It, it was Animal Crossing. It was Animal Crossing. Yeah, no. I, Jordan, I Jordan can't say Animal Crossing. I usually, I don't actually use my Nintendo Switch all that much. My son uses his. He plays Fortnite. Um, but the only game that I really find myself going back to the Switch for is for Stardew because I never wanted to start over. I liked it there. I liked that Stardew was a, a simple kind of game that you could kind of pack up in your bag and play it in the car or play it wherever you need to, right? So that's that's my choice my switch game nice hey chris what's yours <laughs> let's make jordan wait <laughs> mm. <laughs> i uh is it twitching a little bit looks like i'm just I'm reading I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see what else came out on the switch in its first year <laughs> um i think my favorite might actually be pokemon sword and shield i think it's the only thing i got the most use out of and i think i've actually kind of gone back to the most aside from like animal crossing mm -hmm. um yeah, and like I get a lot of like Mario Kart time these days because my son likes mm -hmm. watching it. Um, <laughs> so I'm Kinda really glad they're right. putting out the DLC because uh, I'm getting tired of running the same courses over and over again. I but, need to uh, turn right in a different area. Yeah, no, exactly. This is a new way of turning right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Sword and Shield got crapped on a lot, but I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah, well, I mean, Chris, did you see the trees? It was unacceptable how bad they looked. I was too busy. I mean, come on. I was too busy raising a kick-ass team of Pokemon, but they, I mean, Nintendo could have could have put that game in the Unreal Engine, no problem, and it would have looked amazing. Oh, yeah. I don't know why they didn't. They could, <laughs> Nintendo could do a lot of things. I hate you so much. That's everyone's <laughs> argument, though, Brendan. You go online, and everyone's like, "Look, I put Mario sixty four in in Unreal Engine. Nintendo, take notes." Like, it's like <laughs> you either so die odd. a hero or live to be the one who tells people that everything should be in Unreal yeah. Engine. Or you live long enough to be the Unreal Engine. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what's uh, what's your favorite Switch game? I never really played the Switch, so I have no horse in this race at all. Yeah, and Brandon he has two in his fun. We know this. I literally have two right now. You're right. <laughs> you do. You, I mean, I have four. So yeah, Brendan exclusively plays Soulsborne games because he hates fun. He does. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Or like really creepy horror games that make me like yeah. unable to function. That was weird. You're right. That was a weird game. All of that. I, what was that other one we played where you had to like crawl around in the shadows and avoid the big guy with the? Yeah, it was a gross game. 
you you don't remember and now i just look like a crazy person you're describing like 50 percent of yeah. horror games on steam i've played like two games with brendan though <laughs> we don't game together crawl mm -hmm. around in the shadows and avoid the big guy yeah literally that's every horror game ever oh wasn't that bendy's what's his stupid face bendy. or or whatever the hell that game was called what is it what is five it? nights at freddy's ultra jam instinct or whatever the new one was called Oh, Freddy Five Nights is the where Freddy is like a good guy. I've been seeing nothing but security like security memes. Yeah, security breach. Yeah, I never played that. Freddy's like the good guy in this one. He helps you. That game should not have had more than one installment. I was talking to somebody the other day about you know over Heroes Three and how it kind of landed, and everyone's like, "Travis touchdowns back," and then it no just, yeah, I didn't hear anyone talk about it. I. That. I, I, I mentioned that too because I thought it was really weird how like but I you know it's it's also very like telling of the game industry that yeah like there was so much hype built up around uh the release of No More Heroes 3 and then I like genuinely didn't even know when it got released like it it was it had been out for I think about a week and I was mm -hmm. like I saw it on the eShop and I was like oh shit yeah like this game came out like I didn't see a single person on Twitter talking about it, like, or like on social media talking about it. Like nobody came out for it, and which was very weird to me. Yeah, like the fans were into it, like the people who were waiting for it were really into it for about a week, yeah. and then mm -hmm. kind of fell off. It just and then didn't really but... factor into like game of the year conversations at all. I mean, that's but, but that's uh... like a lot of stuff too. Like you know, like you look at even like bigger releases. I feel like Halo Infinite came out. People were kind of excited about it for a week, and then I don't think I've seen a single person talk about it because we've all moved on to the next thing. Well, I mean, I got distracted by uh, by Destiny. To be fair, I was t I was playing multiplayer for a while on and off. Actually, thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jordan, you never did Switch say what's your favorite Switch, Switch game. Was. Yeah, I, that's Dana, what I said. To move this along. <laughs> Oh, you that's true. That did happen. You talked a lot. Does that count? <laughs> I always talk a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. Um, Is this the part where he gets called maidenless? I haven't played Elden Ring yet. It sounds really good. That's a that's a that's a very easy. I'm joke actually excited to hear this because you okay, probably played um, more Switch games than anybody else that I. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say that yes, that's a very hard question because you know I exclusively play Nintendo games and that's all my ever. Um, but I think I mean I've probably played Animal Crossing the most. But if I had to choose my favorite Switch game, it would probably be Mario Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shut up, Chris. Absolutely nothing about <laughs> I mean, that game. I, I, again. Son's very into, into Mario right now, so it's like when he gets tired of watching Mario Kart, we watch other long plays on on YouTube, and mm -hmm. one of them was Odyssey, and then and then another one was Odyssey, but modded, so it's Luigi Odyssey, front <laughs> to back, uh, and just like I don't, I was wondering, like, does this game still hold up now, like five years later? Oh, like, absolutely, a hundred percent, it does. Like, it's the most fun to play 3D Mario game that I think exists. It is the most inventive um it's got the most like interesting levels um and like just the way that they sort of like reinvented how you explore the like individual levels like you know people talk a lot about and i think i've said this before people make a lot of comparisons and even like within the game itself it kind of tries to like like you know pay homage to mario 64 but it doesn't feel like mario 64 it feels more like sunshine to me like because you know in mario 64 you have these big these big like levels that you can explore and jump around stuff but that's all you can do is just jump around 
Sunshine gave you an apparatus to like better explore and traverse each level. And that's kind of what Odyssey does. Like, it's like, here's a big wall. You could either just like jump up it if you're good enough and like, you know, find little workarounds, but also like, okay, here's a frog that can make you jump even higher. There's a big gap you need to cross. You can, you could just, you know, you could long jump and throw your hat and try to get across that way. Or, you know, here's a bullet bill that you can fly around. So this is like, it like, gives you so many creative ways to do stuff while still incorporating all these things that are so like integral to the mario experience that it kind of just makes it this like this game that's unlike anything else that's out there in terms of like uh you know or any other like mario game even like galaxy with its little weird power-ups you get for five seconds like it's not nearly as satisfying to move in uh in those games and i think like like with odyssey and mario in, in particular like the one mechanic it's built around which is just like you know jumping and running like they reworked that in such an interesting way that it's just like it stands out as like the crown jewel of the switch library mm. well we've got Mar Boltres. mario day coming up march 10th it's true yeah it's true yeah that's yeah, know what i'm week. doing oh. for it hello fresh what are you okay. doing for it yeah spoiler alert jordan i uh, i saw it on instagram <laughs> i know i'm uh i'm working with uh with hello fresh and i'm doing their mario hello fresh crossover which i won't lie i don't understand but i also don't hate now i have so, a question well did you get back game night first of all did... <laughs> yeah did you win uh, i got back it? eating night because now instead of gaming we're cooking well it, it, <laughs> yeah. it kind of makes it does kind of make a lot of sense to me in terms of like weird promotions because okay. nintendo has kind of really been on this like you know active healthy lifestyle sort of like kick since the wii so it feels like you know with something like hello fresh you know which like is sort of promotes like you know good meals and like you know you things you can make really fast and easily and rather than like you know go out they, for takeout or whatever they're you, not like, healthy meals though just uh that. you can you can get the healthy you can pick meals. healthy meals but the <laughs> mario it, ones are already chosen yeah. for you and <laughs> let me tell you my meal today had 36 grams of fat nice <laughs> so those are essential fats, though. Um, it's, it's, it's the Mario diet. Mario is not yeah. thin. Mario's got a little paunch, you know, but he's mm -hmm. he's he can run, he can jump, he's not I, out of shape. I can't I can't make a lot of sense out of out of what it is, but they think, added a lot of things that are really fun for the kids and it'll yeah. be fun. They added things that I didn't notice. Um, there was like a little pack that came with it, and it has uh, Mario like paper masks you can cut out and little, oh neat cards that you can make like name tags for the table and so it gets the kids involved even though even if yeah. they might not be cooking with you they can you know set the table and here's and, my and question to you though yes how many of those meals because i couldn't actually find the menu that they selected mm -hmm. how many of those meals include mushrooms because it didn't look like any of None. them did and yeah. yeah, that's the weird thing to me. It's like you're gonna do a Mario promotion and not have mushroom-based meals. Like I can't. That's, not even that's as an ingredient. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I try and find the the menus because I did take pictures of them. I was very um, curious about what the actual offerings were. So the first <laughs> the first meal that we got it was just a garlicky chicken Alfredo. That was just a normal meal. Like, there was okay, I get it. He's Italian. It, it makes sense. But there wasn't even the other ones. <laughs> let me finish the other ones like had mario branding on them on the recipe itself uh this one doesn't at all the garlicky chicken alfredo but it was yummy i don't like peas okay. there were peas in it so that's fine i guess um today we did 
the what's it called um the mexican spiced pork quesadillas Makes sense. In Odyssey, he puts on a little, you know, poncho and sombrero. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. yeah. I, I see the connection. The <laughs> okay, connective tissue I'm glad there. somebody. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, there was that uh, whole Mario's missing game where it teaches you geography. So uh, kind of yeah, clearly that's there. clearly that's what they were going yeah. for was the Mario's yeah. missing callback. Now these ones that have to do mm -hmm. with the Mario specifically, they just sent me. Um, so I don't know if you can go in and pick your own meals or if this yeah. is a specialized well, set. That's that's kind of what I was uh, I was talking about with one of my friends, uh, and she was saying like it's it's like it's it seems like it's a good thing because yeah like if people kind of like are sort of more aware that these things are out there then like because we we were kind of having like you know she was kind of having that problem too for a little while where like um she like she wanted to start sort of eating a little bit more healthy and kind of like mm -hmm. like leaning to more like towards more of like a like a Mediterranean diet but like just the way her like household was that she like couldn't really do that so. She didn't go with HelloFresh. She went with Chef's Plate, and she found that like she was able to like order, you know, like uh, like two three meals every week that were a little bit more like in line with what she wanted to do. So if this kind of thing like gets people invested in HelloFresh, and then they can kind of like go through it and say like, you know, this is an, this is an interesting service. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the the last one though is Thai style turkey pad krapau. I'm gonna say that wrong makes Again, sense you know like mario was made in japan so it so would make sense that, yeah. <laughs> that they would do a <laughs> well, I, I, i'm fairly certain it's vietnamese <laughs> pad thai that's that's, that's <laughs> it there it sounds yummy that, i mean that's my next yeah it meal. does sound good so the, uh, the quesadillas were actually really good i ate them today and i'm super picky they had peppers and onions and all that jazz in them and i ate them and they were good my kids have hated everything because they're picky and like yeah no, vegetables they, looked at Thailand. my my kids don't like hella fresh either but uh that's yeah, every time kids. I make it, I have to make two <laughs> two dinners. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of disappointed that the meals aren't a little more like Mario based, but I, yeah. not, it, it's not like Sonic where you have like chili dogs to work off of. Like, there's no real established lore of what Mario likes to eat. But but yeah, like they lots of spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they didn't lean too hard into that, I guess, which is also a thumbs up for not mm -hmm. not taking the easy route. Yes. But uh, from my experience with it, like, because we splurged and got a couple weeks, like, earlier in the pandemic, just for something different, and uh, having the activities on hand mm -hmm. to keep the kids occupied would be good, because it took a mm -hmm. long time, a lot longer than they said, for, for us to prepare the stuff, so. Or, like, um, you have to do it all panicked really, really quickly. Um, we're enjoying it. Uh, my son likes helping to a point, and then he is no longer invested. That's, um, that's kids cooking, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but it's good and like there's contests run through it like you can enter to win this that and the other thing so why not? It's that was supposed to be like a quick thing but hey hey so win back game night with uh, with HelloFresh because did you have more time to play games though? Pardon? Did you guys did, did, did like did you guys all gather around and play Mario afterwards? No, I don't <laughs> even think I own a Mario game. Oh, I mean, I have the like Nintendo Switch online stuff, so I guess I. Could so, well, there's that, I guess. Ooh, we play Fortnite. So I guess Sorry. so it partially worked. Thanks. You didn't win that game. I I I, I could come back to that slogan, but I, I find that funny. Do you want to keep trying though? Give it one more yeah. shot. A dinner uh, for win back game want. night today. God, I love <laughs> microphones. People shouldn't give go. them to me. It's not um, a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, well, earlier we were talking about uh, creeping around in the darkness uh, in scary games. If you wanted to do that, you're going to get another chance to do that with Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 later on this year when they get 
uh, surprise uh, PS5 and Xbox Series XS next gen upgrades for mm-hmm. free moist. if you already own them. That's pretty uh, cool. Moist. moist. Why? Why? What? What just Why? Um, <laughs> Jordan threw me off there. Um, Who are this you? Is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, yeah, no, why'd you say moist though? Um, I didn't say moist. That's, that's what I heard. Jesus Christ. Well, isn't is that what one. TJ Detweiler used to say on the show Recess? Disney's The Recess? His oh, catchphrase was moist. Why though? Who thought that was a good idea? I don't know. Or something like that. It made the parents in the background cringe. And now maybe that's why I'm scarred. I hate that word. Like, that's fair. Everyone does. To be fair, the Resident Evil games are pretty moist these days. There's a lot of like slimy stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's not not totally off (laughs) of. I'm just gonna make this space for the rest of the podcast. Um, I, I for one, welcome the chance to download Resident Evil 2 again and then think this is too weird. This is too much like pandemic stuff and close it like I did yeah, two that, years ago. You're like, you're right. That, that's fair. Yeah, that, I, 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 I tried Resident Evil 2 uh, two years ago and it was just, no, this is just too close to home right now. And I don't really care for the engine compared to like the old school. Like, I like janky old Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. So. I love that word so much. I like my Resident Evil's know. janky. Did you know that's like a Canadian thing now? It was something I was Is watching it? on TikTok. People janky? were talking about like p- things people say in Canada, and janky was one of them. I'm like, I've literally never heard anyone say that. And since then, like, people have not stopped saying it around me. I see it a I, lot in like game reviews and stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I always picked it up from. I, I didn't think I'm that was like a Canadian enough. Yeah, you hoser. <laughs> Take off, eh? I'm not that. I'm never going to be that Canadian. No, no one's no one's that Canadian. Okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, no, so pretty cool if you own those games or can pick them up on, on the cheap between now and then. Uh, I they go on sale all the time. So if you uh, want to check them out for uh, next gen level, uh, try to grab wonder, them the next few months. I've only ever played one Resident Evil game, and I got about eight seconds in, and then you know the controller throwing we've discussed, and yeah. I don't actually know which one it was. It would have been on xbox ps3 maybe they're on everything to be fair are they okay yeah. uh but there was like a point where you get into a room right at the very beginning you're somewhere warm like mexico deserty and you get into oh, like this played... short building and you, you have five. to is it five and you have to yeah. like block the windows and the doors yeah. and you're just in this box and i was like well bye yeah that's five. <laughs> gotta go <laughs> yeah that was the end no thank you mm-hmm. yeah that one that was, was my okay. contribution to the <laughs> that, that's good i played that one to find out what happened to jill and uh i don't think i'd go back to it i was yeah, jill wasn't valentine she, like, for halloween one year she got all yeah because I, I i'd heard that they made her like well she was controlled by umbrella and wesker and stuff of course but yeah, yeah they she was in like a leather her body a suit and she was i mean horrible. as one is aren't I mean, we who is that was not her. the version of her that i was for halloween i was in high school no so you were like the good version, version. The, the like teal top black skirt yeah it's classic yeah classic till jill your your zombie apocalypse survival uh, escape gear you know a yeah, tube top no, it's skirt. it's packed in my bag because yeah. you know it i'm not even well, listen, go when you when the zombie apocalypse happens you you don't know you don't have time to get dressed okay you just got to run out the door with whatever you're wearing on that note go plumbing, that teal top was actually a teal skirt that i turned into a teal top so yeah you just throw on whatever you got man gotta go Great That's it. <laughs> Grab your guns and, and run for the hills. Hide them in your tube top. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, she's not like a belt already or, or anything. No, she she had a sweater tied around her waist. Yeah. She did. See, she prepared for the, the cold. 
Yeah, that'll stop the tube top from riding up, I guess. Listen, it's Jill game design. But female clothes do not make sense. Stars. Okay. You don't get to question yeah. her decision. Anime is worse though. She as knows I what, the other day. Would she would she be Anime an elite so member of the stars <laughs> if she didn't know what she was doing? Uh I think not. Sorry, sorry. I will Case not question. closed. The great game Madam debate Valentine. is over. <laughs> <laughs> It's past my bedtime. It's 10 o'clock. I'm out. Actually, it's almost 10 o'clock. I don't leave us, but Kribarian will be streaming for charity soon. But watch both of us somehow. Yeah, put them both on. Jill's other designs are not so great. Mm -hmm. Her uh, shoulder pad police outfit with the beret. I love shoulder pads. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that one's reasonable at best. Because she's not a she's, that's a she's not it's a police officer. Yeah. She's a, an elite member of the stars. I'm it's just such assuming like the stars no one has in a general. Uniform. Just no, the stars, exactly. Astrology, all that jazz. Astronomy. What is astronomy? Stars stood for something also? too, didn't it? Or was it just? Uh, yeah, yeah. sure it did. I it hope was, so. Um, bad writing. It was. Uh, Google it real quick. It is bad writing. I was over, special tactics and rescue service. I was already there. Resident Evil in its in its infancy was notoriously badly written and badly acted. You were almost, no. a, you were almost a Jill sandwich. Oh my oh, god! Is there an echo mistake. in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I forget some other examples. That's always the one that comes to mind first because it's just the corniest thing. Yeah, that one though. That one's the best one. But Barry Raccoon is also one of the best. City was not cheesy at all. That's a movie. No, it's a great name for a city. I, I was yeah. the best the name for the city. Uh, okay. I really, I really hope it was at least like Trash uh, like Panda City, t- Tanuki yeah. City, or something in the Japanese. Probably, yeah. maybe nope. it made would make more sense. Trash Panda City. Yeah. The, all, all, all this being said, I, I'm most surprised that the next announcement they made wasn't like a Resident Evil remake, or sorry, Resident Evil remake, a Resident Evil Code Veronica remake. Uh, yeah, I'm like, that's like the one too. thing. It's like the one they haven't made from that era in the new engine, right? Like everything else is in this RE engine that they have. But isn't that the one that people are pretty like divided on? Like I know a lot of people. No, yeah, a lot of people liked it. Just it was on the Dreamcast, so less people played it. Yeah, I I just remember when the conversation about Resident Evil came up, a lot of people say Code Veronica is like the worst of the bunch. So I don't I don't know. I never played it because I didn't own a Dreamcast. I I, I like Code Veronica. It's it's ridiculous, but they all are. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the point. To me, because I know nothing about it, it just sounds like an adult spinoff of Resident Evil. I mean, yeah, but no. Yeah. Bet you there's also Resident Evil Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah, I would love. Oh I would God, personally, I and I, I know they kind of tried it, but it wasn't good. Um, or I mean, it was very microtransactiony. I would love to see them try a, their hand at Resident Evil Outbreak again. Oh, that was a game. That was it. Was so cool in concept too because it didn't play like it, or I mean, it did. It played like classic Resident Evil, but it was just like four player co op. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it. I don't know. I liked it. I had died up <laughs> so trying to play it at the time was a, a nightmare. But I dig. I dig it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Back to the called Veronica. Like people apparently were divided on Resident Evil Nemesis, which I found, which I found weird because like that was one of the ones I. That's one of the two mm-hmm. games I've beaten front to back mm-hmm. in that series. So, um, and well, then the remake just divided them even more because it took out a lot of the stuff too. So like, yeah, it's maybe not the most divisive thing, or at least maybe being divisive isn't going to hold Capcom back from. You know, redoing it at some point. Yeah, it's not the death sentence that it used to be. I guess that's true. So, actually, well, speaking of uh, PlayStation era revivals, uh, mm-hmm. of all the series on PlayStation, 
Uh, we are getting a Twisted Metal TV series, uh, which just got a full season order at Peacock this week, uh, with Anthony Captain America Mackie attached. Great. Um, yeah, the enthusiasm is just radiating. Well, I know I, I, I'm, I'm, I, the storyline behind Twisted Metal is better than the gameplay itself. I know there's a lot of people that really enjoyed the gameplay of Twisted Metal. I was never haven't recently one of them i am pretty sure i enjoyed playing it through it and seeing the weird ways that calypso the weird god of this weird universe uh twisted everyone's wishes but i don't know if i needed a full series of that but we'll see it could be interesting yeah i mean i i i didn't grow up with a playstation so i never I it, it had a pc release the original was in metal it was metal oh, i did not grow up with a pc didn't have a yeah i had a, I had a <laughs> ps2 not good pc for a long time so ps2 um, swiss metal block was on ps2 and that was a pretty big success that was a big time. release they also the ps3 version uh, ps3 twisted metal game no, I just never, I, I never got into it. Hey, like, you guys I missed, can keep I saying it in different ways, but not <laughs> say as many names as you want. They're all going Pretty right sure. over there. So apparently 1988 was the cutoff for Twisted Metal players. What about uh, the PSP version? Didn't you play that one? Was, was there a PSP version? Oh, yeah, I think there, there was. was. Yeah, there was. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last one I thought... The last yeah. one I really uh, kind of record, I remember happening was the Twisted Metal Black um, remake or port i guess i don't really know uh what mm. it fell under on ps3 they, they tried to bring back uh the online portion of that at least okay yeah i don't know why this is a thing <laughs> like um because brendan you're beautiful it's fine yeah um, <laughs> i think the storyline between twisted metal is more interesting than the actual gameplay so if you're going to bring that thing back people just want to know the endings people want to know how Wishes go bad, and people want to see people do bad things to other people. Yeah, but was it like that much of a cohesive narrative? Like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's like you can, as long as you can have like one good like car chase or or death destruction match or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, my her. problem is the gameplay of Twisted Metal is so it's just a random destruction derby. I don't know how they'd make a series of that. Yeah, they can't. They can't. They can't take too much of that. Yeah, yeah, they like make that. Death Race the movie every episode. Yeah, they could do like just kind of following people around this kind of weird, destructed world and seeing how, as they get what they want, they find out they don't really want it type thing. Like, uh, be careful what you wish for type show. What was um, life? What was, <laughs> what was life? Binky the Clown's wish. Binky, Binky the Clown. Uh, what's sweet his name? Tooth? I don't know. Sweet, sweet tooth, tooth. That's it. The main like icon of the, <laughs> the series. The, boy. Yeah, the face of the series. Binky. <laughs> I told you I didn't Binky. play it. He's a clown. I just <laughs> tried to think of the most clowny name I could think of. Yeah, sweet tooth. <laughs> Nothing I've... about him would suggest his name is sweet tooth. He's a clown with a head of fire in an ice cream truck. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes a bit more sense now. But how there was I supposed go. to know that? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at him in game magazines, the game. <laughs> they don't put his car on the on yeah, the, they do. the box yeah, they art. Do. They just put his yeah, face. They do. Which they box do. art has his face as car on the, the original four, I believe, on PlayStation. Also, the Anyways, one of the covers of CG magazine had uh, CG. Sorry, yeah, CG magazine uh, had uh, right a sweet tooth cover. So, <laughs> I'm yeah. googling this right now. 
See, I, no I just as, just as we're talking about this, I'm almost thinking of and great that I don't like the Fast and Furious movies, but if they almost went that direction of just being that over the top with it, they could be kind of neat. They could yeah. kind of bring some of that destruction derby stuff into it if you if you go the ridiculous Hobbs and Shaw type vibe. Yeah, yeah, which absolutely. I would find much more interesting. And it's just a metal adaptation than Hobbs and Shaw itself because that could not and have took me away any harder. If they make it a really over the top, really like metal just like goof just lean into the goofiness of it that it could be a lot of fun just take some inspiration from twisting a little black i think because that seemed to do the best thematically from what i remember like i, I didn't play too much of i think I, I played two or three on ps3 uh one and then twisted metal black was uh so why is he so worth the cover of an issue of cg magazine just saying uh, that's what I want to know. I'm just I was googling pictures of him myself, and he's like he's like like the rock level jacked. Yeah, he's like a really nothing. jacked clown. We got this. But, but he wasn't always though. I don't think. That's Was he ever no fat? Like a, a, I mean, a he, clown? Has, he has a gut. He has a gut, and he's jacked. So he's like this picture I'm looking at. He is ripped like cut from the gods. I mean, let's let's remember who created the series in the first place too. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's Jermaine. Are we um, going to talk about that? Or? I don't. I don't. Know. No, let's I not agree. go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've already been questionable tonight. We can probably a, leave it. We've all. already stepped out of our wheelhouse enough. Tonight. Yeah, we right. definitely did that. The other thing I want to see, though, uh, I want to see someone as Axel strapped to the gigantic wheels, rolling around, oh, blasting God. stuff. Give me that. Yeah. That's what I mean. Really lean into the goofiness. Right. All mm -hmm. right. Go for it. Um, I mean, it, it spawned a bunch of spinoffs in its time. It wasn't, uh, it had some legs, I guess. It was a big game. It was a big game back in its time. Wasn't, wasn't Sweet yeah. Tooth in that PlayStation All Stars, too? He, he was. definitely was in PlayStation All Stars, 100%. There you go. Remember, See, Jordan remember, knew you knew who he was all along. I mean, I knew who's, I vaguely remembered. Like, I know if you showed me the, picture of him i could be like oh yeah that's the guy from twisted metal i probably wouldn't have been able to tell you his name right off the top of my head so i went binky. with binky the clown yeah it's binky, binky. it's homie binky. the clown <laughs> um but yeah like and it's like i just you know what it's like it's like iconic right you know mm -hmm. you see enough pictures of the master chief you don't have to play halo to know who he is well you see his face soon too anyways <laughs> Not rehashing that topic again. We're going to move into our review section. Uh, uh -huh. Talk about some of the things that we reviewed or got our hands on this week through the uh, through previews uh -huh. or what have you. I have uh, so many things to talk about. You do well. Let's let's start with you then. Yeah, I'm literally touching like five of them right now. I can't talk it. about moving this one. on. <laughs> no, I can't. I've got nothing to say yet. But just look how fun this is. Whoa, yeah, this is coming. It's breaking the camera. Oh, that's coming. I just got such. that today to play with. So first looks. I didn't unbox it in front of you, but that's the uh, Rocat Vulcan Pro, full size keyboard, nice. Chris. Yeah, that's how we I do. Specifically, they're like, "Hey, you want a keyboard?" I'm like, "Please, not a TKL." Does it have a numpad? <laughs> it does. Uh, Brendan just did a keyboard that is a 60% keyboard, and I won't lie, I was supposed to do it, and I didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. But that's that's one new toy. But this is the one that we've actually talked about already. This is the Mavix M9. It's an unconventional gaming chair for sure. It it looks like a dentist chair, right? It is yeah. so comfy. I don't know if you remember the last time I talked about it. I was kind of like, eh, it's really expensive. It's a good chair, mm -hmm. but but then I found myself craving it. 
like any other chair I sat in, I was like, mm. just for the record, this is not my office. This is like our communal office that we built. I went and pulled this out of my office for this stream because not because I wanted to talk about it, but because I didn't want to sit in a different chair. This <laughs> one was so close. So uh, it got a 9.5. It's a, a great, great chair. It comes with all kinds of goodies. Uh, there's a, a vibrating thing in the back that also heats up. It also cools. There's fans in this chair. They aren't Whoa. necessary. They aren't necessary at yeah, all. What do they do? They do much? Uh, the Listen. fan and the heat actually a little bit. Not in the middle of winter when I have 18 layers on because I'm always yeah, yeah. cold. But um, when, when, can... when you game to the level that we game, you, you need back. the fans to cool off your your back and ass. Like it's Ew. just yeah, absolutely, you know. absolutely. I don't know about you, but you know, like I get like, you know real hot butt in a in an intense match of Smash Bros. I tell you. Yeah, no, I love this chair. I I adore it. I believe I gave it a nine point five. You um, did noise. Yeah, I love it, and that's with considering the price because we all know I'm cheap AF, and it's a thousand dollar chair. You're not cheap, but Dana. You're Google. Uh, if it's something for myself, I would buy this yeah. for any one of you, not myself. <laughs> so, Thank you. So, yeah, Treat no, yourself. I love this. I love this. <laughs> um, and then there is a movie that my my review will come out for it tomorrow, but it is not embargoed. The, the movie comes out on Hulu and Disney Plus tomorrow. It's called Fresh mm -hmm. with Sebastian Stan. And Daisy Edgar Jones, I want to say her name is. I'm probably getting it wrong because I'm off. Sebastian Stan's got a lot of work from Disney. He definitely did. That shouldn't be on Disney. Oh my god! I think it's a Fox Searchlight movie. It's just on Disney Plus because everything's on Disney Plus right now. Now, mm -hmm. Brendan watched this with me. Mm -hmm. uh, Brendan, I'm going to be really careful what we say about it because I feel like spoiling any part of the story. Yeah, it does ruin go places. everything. If you watch the trailer, like obviously she she meets a guy and it's not how it should turn out. It's a horror movie, mm -hmm. like you can tell, but you don't actually know what's going to go wrong. Yeah. You know something goes wrong, but you don't know what. And Brendan and I watching this movie literally just and Brendan who is a horror buff, right? I do enjoy he's watching movies. it. He's like, whoa, did not see that coming. Wow, it got Brendan? <laughs> it got Brendan. Okay. Uh, he's an it alien. It goes places. Cold it does it. go places. And Swing that... away, Johnny. It's signs from M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I loved it. Like, I really, really did. It's, especially when horror is so into remakes and sequels and just overdone stories, it's good. Like we sat there afterwards and kind of looked at each other. I'm like, I don't feel good. Yeah. Like Man. my stomach's upset. I'm shook. Like I don't like. Like it. <laughs> like Martha is dead level bad. Like oh, feeling bad or. It, it goes. I don't want to say anything more than it goes. We can't. Places. Like I yeah. don't. If you're not a huge horror buff, I would still recommend watch it. Not if you don't like like gross. There's some gross. If if yeah. you're gonna like hurl, don't do that. But um, <laughs> it's messed up. And Sebastian Stan, like clearly from the trailers, he's not a good human. Um, no. And you know that going into the movie if you've watched anything about it. So that's not technically a spoiler. But when you find out what kind of human he is and he's somehow you an alien. I'm calling still him. really like him, mm -hmm. like still almost at the end of the movie, I'm still like, but maybe... Maybe it'll be okay. I, I can change him. Yeah, I'd try. God, I'd try. Um, 
definitely a watch like excellent movie and i'm not that like i like movies they're great some suck usually unless they suck i don't really have a ton to say afterwards mm-hmm. i'm just like yeah that was good uh but like i remember their names guys i remember their names that says something i don't remember anybody's yeah. name heavy so, man <laughs> it's a big deal it's a big deal it's a really good it's a really good mm. movie i would definitely suggest it but keep in mind that it's on disney and it'll make you feel all kinds of weird ways this is very yeah but family movie. guy is on disney so like you know i feel this maybe <laughs> Maybe well, yeah, this sounds like it's a bit different. <laughs> I, I, I just find it weird that they're bringing in new parental controls for the Netflix MCU shows. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like this is huh. the thing that should have been like, yeah, we should change things on our system. I have never seen those promos that Jordan just showed. Like anywhere on, on the IMDb and stuff, I didn't see any of that. So I actually kinda, there kinda are just sp- gave away the game, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ah, I, okay. I actually Whoops. didn't see any of that and yeah, had that, no idea. That explains everything, yeah. Whoopsie. I'm sad that they did that because I went into the movie like completely shocked. So mm-hmm. that I feel that was dumb of them. Yeah, and that's like right. I just because I was just We're I was talking just like about I'm, Jordan just showed a spoiler. I I was very curious. So I was just like looking because you were like you were like you you know saying that it was a gross movie. I went to IMDb just to like look at some of the photos and see like what was uh, there. I was on IMDb and... earlier and I didn't see that one. I thought they um, kind of hid that and kept it a secret, they, so I didn't talk they, about it anywhere in the review. Or they literally put three pictures back to back, and I don't think I'll maybe I won't say it on no, podcast, don't. so not to don't. spoil it. But they put three pictures back to back that like are so not subtle that it just mm-hmm. completely ga- gives away. If I mean, if you're even halfway intelligent, you will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I didn't know that they did that. And I'm kind of bummed because I thought that they kept it like just a uh, dating gone wrong. That's how they describe it too. Mm-hmm. So um uh, how can you go wrong with Sebastian Stan? Yeah, I mean it's I probably still worth a watch. It's definitely still and, worth like, a watch. You know. Actually okay so Jordan the po- the picture you just posted that's a scene from the movie but the sign above Mm-hmm. that's actually really funny and i didn't notice that yeah you didn't notice that i would have picked that yeah. right away you <laughs> wouldn't like, have because oh. at that point you wouldn't have because at that point you have no idea what's going on not even Some a little bit you haven't even met that. his character yet so you wouldn't have mm-hmm. okay okay fine. i believe you maybe i will maybe too stupid to put that thing together but yeah if i watched it now i would see that yeah so, <laughs> if I, had, I, if I, I had... still recommend it don't go looking for yeah. spoilers just don't go watch it, it enjoy it because Period. it's the first time in forever that i've really been like this is different and i enjoyed it so there and jordan's just out here ruining my life it's i'm, fine. I'm sorry <laughs> hey, i didn't i mean i didn't do anything imdb is the one to blame here mm-hmm. yeah but now you ruined it for chris because he didn't know well, I was probably on the fence while watching it anyway, so at least now if I know. T- t- Taken even a cursory look on Google, if he would have. I honestly had not heard about this movie until just now. So I mean, you you said fresh, and my immediately my mind was like, okay, so there's a prince involved. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, and it is Daisy Edgar Jones, just for the record, I was correct. Who, by the way, is not in like anything I've heard of even, mm. and she was great. So read the review tomorrow on cgmagonline.com. And uh, no spoilers. Yes, no that spoilers. is a no spoiler review. Aside from ones that are in the trailer and not on IMDb, apparently. Uh, I'll stop talking about myself now. Or myself. <laughs> uh, 
Brendan, what do you got? Oh, what, what did I review? One second. The I have boys. a list here. Da, it's da, the boys. Da. Where'd it go? There it is. Okay. The boys. So I did uh, The Boys Diabolical, which is the new series that takes, like, it's basically the animatrix of the boys universe. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's it's weird. It it has lo lots of different um, kind of takes on that kind of world. They're all bloody. They're all ridiculous. They all have profanity, etc. The one that people are kind of I think have gravitated towards is the one that looks very Rick and Morty esque, including uh, Justin Rollins is doing some voices, etc. But beyond that, it's just bonkers. They just take use the boy concept of superpowers from serum and it goes bad and just kind of run with it yeah some of them work some dick. of them don't huh i said and everyone's a dick yes um i think some of it didn't work as well as i wanted it to like i found the um some of them were just crass and boring like they didn't really do anything for me i liked some of them that did um they kind of took the justice league unlimited type look mm -hmm. and put it in the boys universe so like everyone's trying to do good then like oh nope he crushed his jaw off that's just what happened right now so it's interesting if you like the boys it's probably uh some a new take on that universe if you don't like the boys it's probably not much there for you because it really does depend on you knowing that world those characters and why they're doing what they're doing but it's interesting that's for sure <laughs> Yeah, because when I, when I when I first saw it, I thought it was just like a straight sort of like animated thing, yeah. right? I didn't realize it was an anthology. Mm -hmm. I it's didn't. Kind of <laughs> so when I went in, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a series." Then like, "Oh, how are they going to make this a, like just like a continuous storyline?" But no, there's only like <laughs> only one episode of it does it just like completely touch on the regular characters you know from the boys, like you have. Um, uh, the main uh, what I forget his name. I am uh, blank right isn't now. Isn't it like uh, like um, Bill the Butcher? Not, yeah. I have no idea what's happening. Oh, so I was thinking of uh, I was thinking of the guy the 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 Captain America the, the Superman guy. What's his name? Uh, yeah, uh, Hoblander. He's Man, in a few or Hoblander. That's it. He's in a few of them, so that's cool. I guess. Uh, it, Are these it, considered like canon to the whole? I don't know. Thing? Yeah. I, really I couldn't. I, I couldn't believe it. One of these. I'm just looking at pictures of it now. One of them looks like a like a buttons and Mindy thing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, it's I just for the tell lulls. It's just for the lulls. Yeah. It would have to be. I mean. Side note: I'm 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 so glad the animatrix exists so that we have a like a term for these kinds of mm -hmm. things. It's like inside baseball spinoffs of of other properties that are animated and released as an mm -hmm. anthology. Because I think I use the same terms to describe Star Wars Visions last summer. So. Yeah, it's the Animatrix, but Star Wars. It's uh, it's Halo Legends, but Star Wars. Thank you very much. Thank you. Did oh, Animatrix you come first? <laughs> it did. It did. It did. <laughs> it did. It's like its sole contribution to society, though, is just being a, a code hand. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like it. Uh, so yeah, I didn't have a lot going on reviews. So my Destiny Two reviews coming up should be up this weekend. Uh, still loving that. Not much else to say. I didn't already say it last week though, so I won't uh, take the time on it tonight. 
mm-hmm. got some other goodies I'm reviewing. Steel Series sent me the uh, Destiny mouse that I can't quite get up here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> can't quite make it reach, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's a little too short with my setup. There it is. Rival 5 Destiny Edition. Rival 5 is a fantastic gaming mouse, uh, mm. and having it in the Destiny College, one of my favorite games, is even nicer. So, um, highly recommend that if you're a Destiny fan or the standard version if you're not. But, I uh, saw the pretty lights. Game. It's I, very I, pretty. I support it. Yeah, my, my keyboard is not, uh, the keyboard I'm reviewing is not going to make it on the stream, but uh, another Steel Series thing coming up too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's it for my reviews, though. I didn't really have anything formal go up this week. So, my, my game show review went up recently. I'm not sure I talked about the show or not, but uh, E wins. Flash XL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all just going to do this now. Oh, wait. I we're, we're all just going to lean. Sit like this all night. Jordan, are you next? Jordan, do you need a gaming chair? You can't even see the, the backboard of my crappy chair. I need a chair. Dude. <laughs> I'm sitting on an Ikea chair that I had to, like, take a pillow from my, like, couch. Yeah, you can see my hair. Look how long on. my hair is now, guys. This is a big deal. But yes, so, so it is. <laughs> Jordan needs a chair. I need the next chair review <laughs> so I can actually that. have a chair. We can do that. <laughs> My chair hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it actually genuinely does. Sitting on this chair for too long genuinely like, hurts my tailbone. It's ridiculous. That was the ones at Brendan's house. I'm like, no, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not happy. They were like really tall chairs too, and I am yeah. sure they have. So like, That's I'm why dangling I, I, like a I, small chair. I periodically child. move over to that like nice little love seat. A little snuggle. And... A little snuggle with the stream. Yeah, I use I'll use this chair as like a uh, as a foot a table like, rest. Yeah, <laughs> table, I approve more or less. I approve of this. Absolutely. That's all it's good for at that point. Mm-hmm. Ikea chairs are normally better than that, but uh, yeah. This, but the, I don't even know if this is Ikea, to be honest. I think it is, but it's just like it's a probably like probably cost whoever bought it like $5. So it's an Ikea knockoff. So it's JISC. Maybe. I'd have to like really look into whether or not it's Ikea. I'll, 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 I'll update you on the next podcast. Wait, is it JISC or YISC? A YISC. Uh, what did you review this week, Jordan? What did I review? Oh boy! Um... Went up live today, actually. <laughs> it did. Uh, so I got to I got to play uh, Triangle's stupid name. I mean strategy. Um, <laughs> and let me ask you a question, guys. Do you like watching badly read dialogue for nine hours? I do. Well, yes, I have I played Zandaga. This is the game for you, Brendan, because that is yeah. most of what it is. Um, my life so, is perfect now. That's all I wanted. Then, oh, yeah, you'll be very happy because it is just nonstop watching. Right now. And, and, <laughs> you, and you know what? It, it, actually, it actually did make me kind of happy uh, that, like, you know, when I was so, sort of, like, going through, like, other mm-hmm. reviews of the game that a lot of people clocked it on that. And I was kind of like, okay, good. It wasn't just me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's uh, this is uh, Square Enix's and Art Dink and Nintendo's... Uh, like Suikoden uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, like sort of um, Fire Emblem, also if you will. Uh, strategy it's, RPG. It's a strategy, turn-based strategy RPG. Um, it's very, very dense in the lore. Um, it's it got marginally better as it went on. Uh, I think I'm about like twelve hours deep into this game. Um, I think I've done maybe four or five battles, okay. uh, and the rest of it is just uh, watching cutscenes um, or cutscenes, quote unquote. Um, 
and that's sort of my big problem with it is that it's very like imbalanced as a game um i mentioned in my review uh like fire emblem and war groove and sort of like similar games of the ilk uh because a lot because when you know at first i was i thought maybe i was being unfair i was just like unfairly comparing them to like these other games but like so I sort of went back and kind of like started playing uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses again, and I, I could kind of pick up on like where the difference was because it's not like those games don't have a like 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 a a, a big story to tell, um, or like a lot of characters and, and houses and factions to keep track of, but like they do it in such a way that it's it's so much more easily digestible because they sort of save it for like the beginning and the ending of the battles, which is like the reason you're playing these games. Like if I, you know, wanted to sit down and just watch a visual novel, I would do just that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of where the problem is. Uh, like it, it really does lie because you'll 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 start a chapter and it's like like literally nothing but cutscenes, and then the chapter just ends, and it's just like, mm -hmm. okay, that was like a chapter, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then like when the battles happen, they, yeah, they are they are so few and far between that like you're, you're almost not prepared for them. Like when I just like starting the game. I think I was about maybe like maybe like four or five hours into it, and I was into my like second battle of the of the game. And the recommended level for the for the fight was level four. All of my characters were between level one and level two, and I was mm -hmm. like, "Well, how was I supposed to prepare for this fight when like none of my like there were no battles in between all the dialogue to like get me ready for this?" Um, so then I kind of learned also that like, so you have a sort of like a little like um, sub menu, like encampment that you can sort of walk around where there's like, you know, a merchant and a place where you can upgrade your skills. And then there's this thing where you can do these mental mock battles. And when I heard that, I thought, okay, this is just, you know, for practice, right? Just to help you understand the game's mechanics and stuff. It's like, no, those are like legitimate challenges that where you actually get experience and, and items and money from them. And you could do them as much as you want. So you can just sit there and grind repeatedly to like either over level yourself or like over, you know, give you like the resources you need to buy like items and stuff. Um, but then not only that, um, when you do like a battle, if you're effing it up royally and you mm -hmm. quit out of the battle to like start again and, and start over, you get to keep all the experience and like, like upgrade or the other uh, it's called kudos. Um, you get from like doing like special things like, you know, hitting a guy from behind or, um, like hitting guys from like safe zones or high ground and the kudos comes into you can use those to buy like special items so even if you fuck up you still get to keep everything that you get out of the battle like the only thing you lose is like items so it's like hmm. there's there's no like penalty for messing up like so it, there's no hmm. there's no real like incentive yeah to like actually really try and strategize because like even if you screw it up you could just start over and 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 start the fight over even more powerful than you were because you like leveled up a couple times or whatever right so yeah it just yeah it just it doesn't feel like this game really knows what it wants to be because it's like it's just very all over the place and then you know i know that the the trailer made a made a big point about like you know the choices you make and how it affects the story so far I haven't seen that, um, and I kind of mentioned it in my review because very, very early in the game, you're sort of given a choice between going to these two separate nations because mm -hmm. the whole world's divided into three nations. D d three, you get it? Um, and one oh, of them... One lame. of the <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. You got it. <laughs> um, that is the, that is the aforementioned triangle of this triangle strategy. Um, 
And so like, it's like one of them controls salt because salt is very important for some reason. And one of them controls iron because, you know, it's, you know, iron for weapons and such. And then the nation that your character is from is like the, the sort of the middle ground that like facilitates trade with everybody. Mm -hmm. So you have a choice of going either to like the salt nation or the iron nation. Um, and I struggled with that choice. There's like a voting system you get where like every, you know, your, your party split. There's usually one person who's undecided that you can sort of like talk to. And, you know, there's like, you have three separate uh, choices, three, um, that you can use to sort of sway people, right? Some people are like more swayed by like logic, more people, some people are swayed more by like emotion. Um, so I like wrestled with this choice of where to go for like, like a solid 15 minutes. Uh, and and I decided to go to the place uh, where that controls the iron, you know, which is like, you know, the main character is like, he's got this like uh, arranged marriage to the, she's like the cousin of the Archduke from that place. So I was like, okay, I'll go there, you know, on a peacekeeping mission, whatever, like meet my future brother-in-law or whatever, or uh, yeah, she's the half sister. Sorry, not the cousin. Um, and, you know, and that'll be good for the story, right? Well, then like the next chapter, that guy, you know, turns out to be the main antagonist and he decides to start invading people and he like started invading the like the country that i'm from uh and like the way he talked to the, to the character was like he had never met him or the the whole party in his life and i was like well wait a second like why are you acting like this is the first time we're meeting i literally came to your country yeah, and met you and this. like <laughs> and i thought that maybe that would like have some some merit going down the road and so I started just like Googling it to figure out like what was like what was the difference. And realistically, everyone's saying like no, even like in the demo that Nintendo put out for the game that actually like has you make that choice, mm -hmm. it really doesn't seem to come down to any like actual plot difference. It's whether or not you get like one character or a different character. And then like even the way you get characters, just like it, there's it's it's like the battles themselves are fairly decent like i i don't hate the combat system i think it does have it does do a lot of interesting things with like you know where you position your people and how you attack enemies and, and sort of like mm -hmm. you know and it's it's very different too to a game like fire emblem or like yeah like war groove or advanced wars and stuff where you sort of have like the you know your turn and then the enemy's turn like it this is more designed like an rpg where whoever has the higher uh speed stat will um like go go first right so you have to really navigate the waters differently because yeah, like you know, three of the enemy can attack before one of your guys like do. So like there's a there's a there's an interesting mechanic there too, right? But then like, you know, it, like aside from that, there's not a lot of like bombast and like not a lot of like even the, the plot itself doesn't really feel uh, wholly cohesive because like you don't really get too many characters from the story. Like so far, I've gotten like five or six new characters, and it's just sort of like. You know, you go to the you you go to the little the map screen that shows you all the different like dialogue scenes you can select, and there's just like a notification that some person's at your encampment, and you know you have to sit through a cutscene with them, and they're like, "Hey, I decided to join you. I'm on your team now." Like, mm -hmm. like okay, cool. I this is the first time we met, and I feel like I have no connection to you whatsoever. But great, be in my team. Um, yeah. So it's just I don't know. It's a very weird game. Um, I'm not gonna say it's terrible. But I just, I don't know. I don't know how much, like, how much influence Square had because I kind of feel like as of recently, Square is kind of proving more and more that they don't know how to tell stories anymore because, like, Octopath Traveler was really bad for that too. Like, they made a big thing about how you have eight people and then all those people meet and there's really no, like, like connection after that. They sort of just meet and then they are all on a team and that is the mm -hmm. end of it. Like... 
And then, you know, with looking back on like Kingdom Hearts and even how they kind of ruined the story of the Final Fantasy VII remake, like, I just, I don't know. They did, Chris. Don't look at me like that. They introduced Sephiroth way too effing early. It's ridiculous. He's supposed to be a surprise villain. It's not just like, oh, hey, you guys know Sephiroth? Well, here he is. You love him so much. Like, no, let's, him being the bad on. guy was a big reveal. <laughs> let's, okay. let's not veer off into the woods on that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't look at me like that. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Bring it back. <laughs> anyway yeah so that like, snap you were doing earlier does that bring jordan back i don't i don't think like i don't think it's a yeah it's a, it's a not it's not a totally bad game and i feel like i don't know now if it's just maybe like stockholm syndrome i've played too much of it now i, I, I kind of want to keep playing it um mm. but it is very very like heavy in the story and it like it really does it it, it really does like you know how much you're willing to sit through a lot of really dry poorly narrated dialogue uh you know and I, I i put this in my review this is a pro gamer tip switch the voice acting to japanese because the japanese yeah. like voice actors actually emote and it sounds like they have like agency in the world that they are inhabiting um, yeah you were mentioning that to me while you were it's, playing it you said yeah. it sounds like they care it's like night and day difference like how really? much oh yeah it's so like the english voice acting is just so bad like i couldn't Weird. i really couldn't get over it um the cast and uh yeah it's just like in it's just it's just it's a very weird thing but i don't think it's bad okay (laughs) yeah i mean like normally when when the game starts to get bogged down with text and stuff that's when i start like not waiting for it to narrate Mm -hmm. everything i'll I'll read and i'll skip because i can read way Mm -hmm. faster than they can than they can yeah Speak yeah it. but they that's the thing is that they narrate pretty much all the spoken dialogue like aside from like some some stuff here and there where like you know you talk to people um there's these like there's like these uh investigation moments where you sort of like walk around what what might be like the potential battlefield of that that uh turret of that chapter and you sort of like talk to people and you'll learn uh like specific little pieces of information that could help you like in the dialogue uh, or mm-hmm. like in the voting sections where like you know people might be like persuaded using like other bits of information um and uh, but then like yeah like uh, in, in terms of any like actual cutscene, like it's just all spoken and you have to kind of sit through a lot of it um i don't recognize any I was... of the names i'm seeing on behind the voice actors for the cast actually yeah, so it's there it's really really dry like it's it's like i'm i i can't i cannot stress that enough but yeah like uh and and like like i said too like you know there's it's like just like weird too because it's like they you know they throw you into an overworld map that shows like little points of interest like what like you know in a game like fire emblem would be like you know here's here's a battle mission here's another mission like these are things you can actually do but in this one it's just like they're literally like if they unless they have like a like swords beside them like they're just pretty much all dialogue so you'll you'll, you'll go into a dialogue encounter it'll throw you back into the map You'll select another thing for a dialogue and it throws you back into the map to like choose something else. It's like, why isn't this all just playing out cohesively towards the narrative? Like this should just be flowing like a story. Not that I'm like picking and choosing what stories I want to listen to because again, they, they say that some of them are optional, but then it's like, they also say if you progress the story, those stories, those little other side stories will go away forever. So you'll never get to experience them. It's like, well then now I feel like I have to <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, no. and and, and and this is the kind of thing like and, and, you know I, and I mentioned this in my review like you know when I think about games like Mass Effect or Dragon Age like it's not like I don't like games that have these really deep like intricate stories and, and have a lot of like dialogue like moments and, and story moments but it's like you gotta you gotta put gameplay in between to break it up otherwise I'm just I'm literally just playing a visual novel. Mm-hmm. 
I was, yeah, I was perusing reviews of it this morning because uh, this one's been on my radar for a while. I'm a big Final Fantasy Tactics fan and, mm-hmm. and other things like that. And what came to mind for me was both Metal Gear Solid and Xenosaga. Like those are two games that like really get bogged down with their own story. And like mm-hmm. you know, you have a like the ratio of gameplay to like cutscene is definitely skewed uh, in those two series. And that's kind of reminded me of this yeah. one, but yeah it's uh it, it it really it really will be like determined on how much you're willing to sit through all that stuff because yeah like it's not it's not the story's not bad and it's got some good little twists and turns here and there so far um i kind of had the big big surprise sort of re- like spoiled because it was listed in the embargo sheet like don't reveal mm-hmm. this so then when it sort of happened to the game i was kind of like oh i know i know it's i know why they're all going to war now so <laughs> um but like it is it, you know it's 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 it is it's not uninteresting it just it really is like uh just far far too much with very little in between breaking up the monotony for sure for sure cool so yeah jordan's been playing that what else you guys <laughs> have been, you playing? been playing anything for else for non-review jordan? purposes um well. uh, you know they put they released a demo today wink wink um of kirby and the forgotten land they did do that no that's winks. been they did pretty that. cool that is um that's definitely the fact. way i played it and nothing else <laughs> um yeah why no, be sketchy it's, about it <laughs> it's it's i i have no idea that's just things so i'm just a weird uh, guy like that uh why are you yeah, saying it weird you... cool flip <laughs> did you that's guys play Kirby in the Forgotten Land at all? I'm actually no? setting it to download right now because I forgot about it earlier. Because I it's, forgot about it. It's <laughs> it's fair. really it's it's really uh, it's really neat. Um, I like it. Um, I will say that I think the trailer might have or the initial reveal might have oversold the idea that this is like a big like open form Kirby game like Breath of the Wild and Odyssey and stuff. It is. Yeah very much a like linearly designed kirby game just like with big sort of 3d open worlds um mm-hmm. it's sort of like there was there was a there was a sub game in kirby planet robobot that had these like sort of like 3d levels that you could like move around like in three-dimensional mm-hmm. space and it feels like an evolution of that like they were like like it's still very much designed like a kirby game but they actually gave you like these just so like sort of wider areas to move around in. Um, and it works. I, it actually play, it feels really good to play. Um, some of the, the, the mouthful things is a lot less weird than I thought it would be. Um, and there is kind of, there is a semi like plot related reason that they, uh, that that happens. Um, you know, just cause, uh, you know what? I, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I can talk about it. Uh, Probably not. Then. Yeah, Probably let's not. Drop I don't. It. I don't know if it was You've in the demo. You've been playing it. You um, have feelings, and we're glad. And yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a lot of fun. I think uh, I think uh, people are definitely gonna gonna like this one. Um, I, and I mean, it's it is really hard to get Kirby wrong. Um, hmm. I think. Uh, oh, what, what, do you, what do you mean? Hmm. Well, I mean, like that's very different right like kirby's taken a lot of different forms over the years and like i kirby's adventure was like one of my favorite games as a kid on the nes like i was obsessed with that game nothing mm-hmm. else has really hit the same for me at all except for like really yeah you know, canvas curse or the was canvas curse or the one where you drew the path with the rainbow and yeah, the canvas curse and then and then uh um there was the one on the wii u there was like the rainbow i don't think curse. i played that one it was just the That's ds one. one but um yeah like i nothing else really grabbed me since kirby's adventure like 
everything they've done with it since. Really? So. What about Kirby Superstar on yeah. the Super Nintendo? It's fine. I think I played, about... they, they ported that to DS, I think, and I was like, yeah. They did. Is... It was, oh, that was so good. They added all those extra modes, too. There's the Meta Knight mode. There's, like, the DDD mode. But, like, none of it was Kirby's Adventure. It's just, yeah. I, yeah, you know, I, I guess I, I have a very specific and narrow view of what Kirby is. But, like, I that's one it, series that, that Nintendo will take in every direction they can. Like, it's, you know, I think, I think series for sure. You and I definitely have very uh, different, like, views on this because the first Kirby game I ever played was Kirby Superstar on the Super Nintendo. And that was, like, one of my favorite games as a kid. Like, I played that mm-hmm. game back and forth, I don't know how many times. Um, and I didn't actually play Kirby's Adventure on the nes till like long later when i actually when i picked it up on on my wii and i downloaded it uh the virtual console mm-hmm. um so like between between like kirby superstar and kirby's uh dreamland 2 on the game boy like those two are kind of like my semi like hallmarks of really really good kirby games but like i always loved kirby like kirby's pinball land was one of my favorites um i really really like kirby 64 kirby anything Oh, Kirby 64 was so super great. You got a Darth Maul lightsaber in that one. Um, Try Kirby's Adventure, though. It's really good, Dana. <laughs> it's 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 passable. If you're gonna play, if you're gonna start with any Kirby game, play Superstar first because they really expanded on all the cool moves you can do with the powers. The, like the audacity of you, Jordan Beard, to call it passable. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's an NES <laughs> right, game, so right. it feels the weight of the NES. But then, like, yeah, like um, hot takes tonight. <laughs> I really, really liked Kirby's Epic Yarn. I thought that was kind of a neat, like, idea of the, you know, just like the way they sort of like redid uh, Kirby. I mean, it, uh, from what I'm aware of, it wasn't supposed to be a Kirby game to begin with. They just slapped Kirby into that. Mm. Um, to come back where you said at the top too, like the whole open world thing. I think ever since Breath of the Wild, every time Nintendo comes near open world, people just think, "Oh, it's Breath of the yeah. Wild." But no, Breath of the Wild was very much its own thing. It did what it did. It doesn't. Everything Nintendo does that's open world-ish doesn't have to be Breath of the Wilds. Like, no, I but I would kinda... want Kirby to be Breath of the Wild either. Like, that's just too epic for Kirby. Yeah, I, I think, I don't think you couldn't do it. But like, yeah, maybe like I said, it's sometimes. But we maybe need you to shouldn't. Know if we should, <laughs> yeah, they have like there was <laughs> Jeff Goldblum comes to mind. Like you were yeah, so preoccupied whether, whether you could. You didn't think whether 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 you should. Whether they should. Um, <laughs> you know, but because like again, like it's like it's not like it, it's like you couldn't have a decent idea there with like you know an actual like big like open form world that you could sort of like explore little areas piece by piece, like like you know like little mm-hmm. dungeons and whatnot. Um. But yeah, but like I this... feel like we might hear more about this game later. Yeah, you will definitely, <laughs> definitely in more in more depth. Oh no! And speaking speaking of things that uh, Breath of the Wild oh, has had a big influence on, uh, how's Elden Ring, you guys? Because I have not tried it. I like it. I like. Oh, it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I think I'm the one person on this panel. Don't hasn't ask played it. me. Yeah, Dana hates it. So okay, to be clear, <laughs> I played it on a really rough day. Like everything that day was going wrong for me. I was super upset. I probably could have cried if he looked at me the wrong way. And then I was like, you know, it's a good idea. Let's start an impossible game right now. That souls likes. Let's yes. just do that. It'll be fine. And like, I spent 15 minutes smashing pots and getting nothing fun out of them. no rupees out of them it, yeah see i made that joke it was hilarious Nobody yeah, cared. A single fairy it's very unfortunate. uh and then immediately ran into a thing i should not have and just 
Was no it the bueno. forest guardian, the big guy on the horse? Yes. yes. Maybe. Maybe it was. <laughs> yes. He may or may not have had a talk with me about it and said, bad Dana. Um, so that's what I walked up to and then immediately got slaughtered. But the problem was because that was the first thing I'd seen. Mm-hmm. That was when it was like, hey, by the way, this is how your bow and arrow works. And I immediately died. Mm-hmm. I can see Brendan scrolling behind me, at, <laughs> looking at my chair. So now I'm wondering what's wrong with it. Anyway, um, so immediately go back, and now it's not giving me the like, here's how your bow works tutorial anymore. Because technically, while I was panicking and dying, well, it gave it to me. So I was like, I don't know how to use a bow now. Mm-hmm. Were, and then I shut were, it off, and that was the end of the game. <laughs> were you not made aware that there is actually like a thing in your like? It's kind of like tucked away in your inventory. That's like memories you get that like actually like tells you like tutorial stuff. It's hidden. Hmm. It's not easy to find. Yeah, it's it's not it's not it's not apparent like how you can access it. But like, because I I didn't realize the first time I played it that I completely skipped the entire like first area tutorial when you come out of it's like not the... easy to find at all no because that's what i mean it's it's like a it's like a little you drop into a hole and i was like okay yeah. this game's trolling me it's like there's a little ghost in a chair being like go tarnished like drop into the hole of remembrance and i was like this game's messing with me i'm not jumping into <laughs> no holes like and then <laughs> so- i and then i went back and i did and i was like and they, it actually gave me the whole like proper tutorial because up to oh, that really? point I didn't know you could two like how to two hand a weapon, so I didn't know that was oh. even a thing. And then I go into the tutorial, and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, if you hold triangle and press the like right R one, you go into two handed mode. I was like, because like because I had gotten a broadsword. It's like it, it at the time uh, I remade it, my character. At the time I was going uh, like a dex build, and I got a great sword. And it's like you won't be able to use this unless you go two handed. And I was like how the hell do I do that? <laughs> like, that's a thing. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I missed the entire first area tutorial. Um, but it was cute. Cause then I went back there and I was at like level like 15 and they throw like, just like a regular, like guardsman as like a boss. And I was like, Oh, you're adorable. I killed him in like one hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I picked a lot of flowers. Yeah. You have to. It made me happy. Um, and I might go back but that was not a day and it's not been an easy week. So like, we're not playing a game like that on a hard week. I, no. I, I would, I would say, and I, and I feel like Brendan might agree with me on this, that probably out of all of the souls games, mm-hmm. it's probably the most accessible. Like, I mean, because... it's a souls level of accessible, but it is the most accessible yeah. of the souls. That's uh, second row is pretty accessible too. I think. Yeah. Like the most accessible well, souls yeah. game is still pretty impenetrable. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like because like Sekiro feels uh, like the way it's built is very different. Like this, this feels very traditionally like Dark Souls. I think it's part of the yeah. reason too why why even I've been having a bit of a difficult time with it. Like in comparison to you know the last even the last game. Well, because the last the last game. Um, I mean, okay, like the last Souls game that I've been playing like the hell out of was Bloodborne, and Bloodborne right. is like for a Souls game is like very. Uh, like the way the combat d- is designed is like very different toward like the way Dark Souls is, and this feels very much like Dark Souls because um, I can't get the parry down worth shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in terms of like you know the sort of like the the way that they give you uh, a lot more freedom to you know sort of get into combat, the sort of like the the way you can approach it like differently with stealth, um, the jump smash move mm-hmm. you can do, which is really effective. Even like the way you can counter from just like blocking. Uh, it does feel very much less like you have to be like really, really on the ball, sort of like you know Dark Souls one and three, 
than like than you know other games like you can actually really kind of get into the combat and have a reasonable time with it um right. and yeah just the openness of it too i feel like does feel a lot more um a lot more accessible than you know a regular dark souls where it's kind of like yeah, you're in an area and figure it out <laughs> It does that openness. It also feels more like lived-in world rather than one that's absolutely yeah bleak. Like this is like the Souls games are known for being. There are flowers to pick. Yes, there's uh, wildlife. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's that's Souls true. Games. I chased it for a while to see if I could kill it. That's another thing I did. I <laughs> ran out of little. Yeah, you well, can kill I everything. Couldn't. So that's embarrassing. Rolling Eventually. sheep. Rolling, rolling Which, sheep. That Here, was right? hilarious. Uh, I'm, I'm actually a little upset you ruined that for me when we talked you talked about it on podcast. Because like seeing it for the first time is like a, oh, just it like actually a, happens. It wasn't just like a glitch. Yeah. No, no, they go into a little sonic spin dash and just yeah. roll the hell out of there. It's Are hilarious. Rings. Sorry, I fucked um, God. So I will say that because it does feel more accessible world, mm -hmm. it does. Is so much you can do. The world is so yeah. large compared to like even, uh, Dark Souls, where they kind of push you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. uh, Elden Ring just like experience things. And yeah, and new. and I feel like in in that sense too, like it's it's a lot less like even like when you sort of like because you know aside from like mm -hmm. some of the more like like noticeable bosses like you know the yeah. the forest guardian the the first dragon that you come across like that's just you know, like the, there. Yeah, it just shows up. Um, that yeah, that, that was ridiculous to me. Um, I th I feel like I should have had a notion that it was going to show up too because I was in like the 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 what was it called like the 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 flame burnt yeah. ruins, and then I saw this like this big like pyre of of people worshiping, and I was like, oh, perfect, more people to kill. So I started running up to them, and then yeah, this big f off dragon just shows up, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> um, or the for, the, the, the mist one aren't forest even the big bosses they're just there no they're just they just yeah they're not even like yeah but like they're all they're mostly optional um mm -hmm. i found the dragon there's like the dragon heart temple or whatever that if mm -hmm. you kill the dragons like you can make special uh, uh elixirs i think or something like you can get buffs from dragon but you need dragon hearts to do it um and uh yeah but like you know the, the few of the dungeons that i've gone into like i was kind of like that's the thing too right i, I think with like dark souls and you know bloodborne and stuff mm -hmm. like a lot of the like the bosses that you know are waiting for you at the end of an area are these big you know really intimidating things but right. you know aside from some of the more like notable ones uh, you know i've gone into um into a couple of dungeons and the first one was just like a guy and the second one was just like another guy with a hammer um one of them was like a big ogre but those guys are all over the map so i knew how to deal with them no problem um yeah i don't know it's a uh, in that in that sense i feel like it, you know it's it's a little bit more forgiving in that way like the bosses yeah. are still pretty like they're pretty intimidating like intimidating in the, first in the sense boss that you have especially, to especially they really did yes. I found that one harder than a lot oh, of bosses very in, tough considering that it is the first one you experience it's the first time really jumping into that mm -hmm. and it's so hard it's hard compared to some of the dark souls bosses that are like later in the game yeah no, I, I, and I, I'm right there with you because yeah, like I was just, and that's, that's like the first, you know, I mean, you mm -hmm. can say the first quote unquote, like story boss, right? Like that's yeah. where you're sort of guided towards. And yeah, he is really challenging. Um, More challenging so than I, I expected him to be. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if that's, if that's the game kind of like, you know, trying to incentivize you to sort of run around and explore mm -hmm. stuff because yeah, you get to this guy, he's so 
hard to deal with yeah. it's like okay well you know maybe go explore a little bit and take on a couple other bosses you know maybe level up a couple times like get back here mm -hmm. when you're ready for it because yeah like for the most part it's all pretty accessible uh world um i mean at least the early part of the game is very accessible it lets you experience and kind of just experiment how you want until you run into the man with the horse until you go yeah until you go, yeah, until that, you go to, to those, those don't see a man about a horse don't no. he will not give you a horse Watch out! Watch out for the, the those uh, yeah those like those flame scorched ruins because uh you know mm. there was a little there was a little trap uh chest in there. Did you find that, Brendan? The trap chest that sends you to that mine with no, the centipede warriors, and then you're in like the top like the north. I have not seen that yet. east. Yeah, you get teleported to like the northeast part of the map, and it is a horrible, horrible place. There's a there's a weird uh like magic town, and I'm not. Okay. I'm not making this up. You have to go there to see it. All of the guys there look like the Burger King King mascot. They have these ridiculous oh, heads. I it's so funny, but they are deadly that's with magic. That's a <laughs> it, meme. It has to be a meme. Yeah, that, because it's, that didn't happen. That's a meme. <laughs> I I promise you it happens. Um, <laughs> they all look like the Burger King guy. It's ridiculous. Weird. Uh, but yeah, they are devastating with magic. And like, there's this giant blood pool that you can, like blood lake you can no, go into. Pool. There's like these weird like puppet uh, monsters. Yeah, it just sent me there, and I was like, like, and th and that's kind of what I that's kind of like what uh, I find really exciting about this about mm -hmm. this, this world too is that like you know I I feel like a lot of um, developers will use an open world as an excuse to sort of cut corners and just recycle content. Like mm -hmm. like if you if you put Elden Ring beside yeah like a game like Skyrim right like it feels so night and day different because everything in, in Elden Ring feels very deliberate like there's not one part of the map that doesn't feel like it was designed with intention mm -hmm. um every dungeon feels different every like boss feels different every cave like everywhere you go just feels like this this wholly unique experience and then yeah like you go you, you know you find a place that teleports you to this whole different like even worse nightmare realm <laughs> like it's there's always a surprise sort of waiting around the corner and yeah like i just it's 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 in, it's interesting to, for me to play it now because it's one of those games that like I've been wanting sort of wanting to play like and I've been like kind of like hmm, should I you know should I record this for my own channel and record right, some right. gameplay because I you know I've been playing so much Bloodborne on my own channel um, but it's like when I actually want to sit down and do it it's like I don't want to record it because I don't want to actually mm -hmm. have to be like performative like I just want to sit down and play it and enjoy it. it yeah and be just be it. in the world and so like it's and figure and, it and, out too like yeah. I don't, I, Love part of that figuring I, things out especially stuff the, like that well there's a bunch yeah, of people watching me there's definitely part of it i think playing open world games too is a lot harder when you're like they recording them are. but i pay um, attention i'm like oh i've been farming herbs for like an hour i'm sorry guys let me go stab something <laughs> real quick. No, because and, and and that's and that's it's part of my part of my point there too yeah because because it's an open world game like it's just it's to me it's not one of those it's one of those games that's like it's like i wouldn't make it interesting to watch mm -hmm. because like all I want to do is is explore and see what's out there and just like yeah. like like Dana said like just be in the world right. People like, watched me move a like several thousand flower flower garden in Animal Crossing, so I mean hmm. people will watch anything. I know people will watch that, but it's like for my own desire. Like I don't yeah. want to yeah. do that because it's like yeah, it's like I I don't want to feel like I have to keep moving things forward. Like I want to just explore every inch of this world and see what it has to offer. And it's like yeah, and and it's. It the reason for that is because it is so well designed. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. But Chris, you haven't been playing Elden Ring, so what have you been doing? 
investigative journalism there doing with my life um <laughs> like you i had a similar uh disruption in my life this week so i turned to destiny 2 which i hope coincidentally uh, was reviewing as well it's my blow off steam game and uh yes. i put it to good use while i was frustrated with other things um so yeah i've been playing a lot of that and uh, still play link to the past a little bit picking away at that nice. it's just uh just got to the dark world really in in full so oh nice yeah, that's still my first run of it. Like I said recently, I just got into it for the first time after watching a, a randomizer stream of it. And uh, yeah, I don't know why I was always held off from it before, but uh, I broke past that first couple hours of it and getting into the meat of it now. So I don't, yeah. um, I don't think I, I asked on the last podcast, but did you ever play a, a Link Between Worlds? Well, that's the 3DS one, right? That's the 3DS one. So coincidentally, that's one of like the two Zelda games I've actually beaten. Oh I've, yeah, okay. I've played most Zelda games, but I haven't beaten more mm -hmm. than like uh, that one. And uh, was there another one? I can't remember. If there's another one. Yeah, I don't know. I just have a. I always hit a wall in Zelda games. Like I love them, but I'll get to the end. I'll, I'll, I'll get halfway through at best and just hit a wall for some reason. Okay. So, I, I, yeah, no, coincidentally, just... that is one of the ones I have played and beaten oh phantom hourglass was the hour was, was okay the other one. oh, oh that, yeah beat. that's that's the like the um one. yeah coincidentally I mean, yeah two of the two of the weirder ones but yeah uh well, yeah mean, so it's like now now i'm seeing a lot of stuff that i was like oh yeah this was a big thing in uh like, between mm -hmm. worlds yeah because that's that's what i was that's what i was like uh getting at was that like you know to 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 play like to play them sort of like i guess like one way or the other um like going playing playing a link between worlds like after myself like having played like a lot of uh, a link to the past like there was i think there was like what enhanced the experience for me just seeing all that little like connective tissue and hearing like the old sound effects again and stuff um so I'm, I'm like i guess curious to see like how your thoughts were like from going from links between worlds to like the original of course now it's been so long since i played between worlds because i played it when it came out and beat it then but um yeah yeah so certain things i'm like oh yeah this seems familiar yeah. How much of that is just from playing Link's Awakening to Death as a kid, and how much of that is like no, uh, they 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 really did like I think worlds. the first I think even like the first three dungeons that you do in a, a Link Between Worlds is like they're pretty much like f almost one for one recreations, but they like work in the like wall mechanic really well into mm. them. Um, yeah, that's yeah. no, that's pretty cool though. <laughs> So, Dana, what was your comfort game this week, then, just before we My comfort we game this week, uh, I started playing Story of Seasons. I believe Jordan and I deciphered that it was Pioneers of All the Town. Or do I... Yeah. Can I, can I, can I read Can I read the, the message that you sent me? No. At, like, whatever <laughs> hour it was, because Jordan? it was like a fever dream. <laughs> I will tell you why after, and you will feel really bad. Does that count for anything? I think, I think you did tell me why, but it was just the oh. funniest thing to receive. Because I think, I think you said it would be at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And I like woke up in the morning to see it, and I thought you were talking about Elden Ring. It was, it, it was Eldritch. Sometimes <laughs> I do not speak English when I send text messages, and we just. Just for the record, everybody in the stream right now speaks Dana, except for you so far, Jordan. So well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I speak up. the kings. Yeah. I started playing that. I'm not very far into it, but it was it was a nice little. This is Brendan's yeah. Xbox on the floor. If anybody's caring, um, yeah, the it was a nice little game to hop into, do some farming in a new environment. Um, I, I'm not uh, very far. I got to figure it out. I have to find a journal because I have like 
requests and stuff and i can't find them anywhere so that's who's the lucky uh, boy or girl that you're going after nobody yet i'm like right yeah. at the beginning oh you oh you've only I'm just still started. like mid tutorial and i'm like i don't know what okay. i'm supposed to be doing aside from like, oh, so... i'm just living my best life on a farm so far so They're you like, didn't you do what i did house, when i got into uh friends of mineral town again when i got into friends of mineral town again for that review last last year i was like okay so here's my candidates and i've decided it's like it's three days into the actual game and i've decided i've never played a story of seasons game so i don't even know where you go from here but yeah they were like hey you should go and figure out about a house and i did that like clicky through i didn't pay attention thing and now i don't know where i'm supposed to go because i couldn't well find, luckily like, a... luckily for you Journal. because the way that this game is uh designed uh, is very like classic up. <laughs> well it's 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 very reminiscent of like classic um story or yeah like harvest moon or story of seasons mm-hmm. um where like you really only have like your farm and the town and those are your sort yeah. of two main areas so yeah that's you you really can't get lost in this world because other other uh story of seasons like they'll give you like here's your farm here's like the in between area here's the you know the one forest here's well, the other forest where there's like a totally lake fine for me and i like the... that but for me it was just like they were like hey you've got to do this this and this to build a house and i was like yeah 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 and then i was like i didn't read yeah. any just, of that mm-hmm. i think they just want I you to like collect stuck. some uh some like no, it was i needed to go and talk stone. to somebody because they help you or go to something and but i don't know what the something is so i guess i'm just gonna walk into every house in the town yeah and go like, and go into town you. meet everybody <laughs> Um, but there should be a like there's got to be a journal somewhere i didn't go back since then because i got really frustrated with it and then chaos ensued so i think i think i think i think that if you go into your oh you don't have a house yet no i'm supposed to be making the house that's the whole problem um, uh, we'll get there. We don't need to figure this out on stream. Back, back in my day, you were you you inherited your grandfather's house. In, in I mean, you always well, I inherited his farm, but it I guess the house is There's gone. No house there was a chicken coop. Yet. I could live there. I want my great grandchild um, to inherit my farm. But I don't. But have be like sure to gut my house before they get there. I don't have storage or anything yet, so I'm just like hoarding things. It's a problem. We need to figure this out, people. Um, <laughs> so much. Yeah. Time. There's no, I guess there's really no, there really isn't any, uh, like, Are you proper... looking at it right now? No. <laughs> um, no. No, if I'm not crazy, that'd be great. Because, like, no, I don't there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's no real, like, there's no real way to keep <laughs> track of things. Um, you just sort of have to, like, do Pay it. Pay attention? Mm, I, don't, um, I don't sign up for that. And yeah, I I, 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 I kind of feel like maybe at this point, if, if you, if you forgot, what you if I already doing, screwed it up at the very beginning, then maybe, maybe I should it, give up just, on Story of Seasons. I'm not ready for that. I no, just, just start over and pay attention this time. <laughs> that's, I, that's a lot. I told you, I'm just going like, to go into every house. I have lots of I mean, stuff. Yeah, there's, I just need to go in the houses. There's, I mean, there's usually like in almost every an- or Harvest Moon, there's like, here's the the animal house or the the shop here's the blacksmith here's the carpenter here's the clothing yeah. shop here's the seed shop here's the well, general store like it's all there you just got to explore a little bit and while you're doing that you'll meet all the you know hotties my, and cuties that you want to potentially betroth all of them we're polyamorous in story of seasons thank you very much yeah you are actually i mean because this is the second one where they were like hey you know you do that's you. a thing <laughs> We don't have to make these binary choices. You can, you know, 
Well, actually, they don't make you I make binary choices, binary and then they're straight up just like, "Are you a boy or a girl?" I'm like, "Well, I thought yeah, you were that being really me. progressive." Like they I gave you all these choices, so. it wasn't labeled, and then they just straight up were like, yeah. "So what that are you?" That bothered me a lot too. I was like, "Why you 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 were you were right there at the we're finish line, so and good. you tripped over your own feet." Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Anyway, even Pokemon's gotten past that particular hangup. But, uh, yeah well yeah. oh one one thing before we go i did i do want to mention that i watched i've been watching the lol canada that you were that you uh, yeah. took a look at it earlier so good yeah i've just good. been like i heard it was good but not I've because seen... they're funny <laughs> yeah like it's it's, it's ridiculous because i know half the people on it like through the things they've been like colin mocker obviously yeah. um like tom green even like yeah i'm, I'm surprised how much i remember about tom green from right. the 90s is coming up to the surface still the same it's i've seen these... a lot of a lot of clips on tiktok of the of tom green just being like would you like this delicious cheese yes <laughs> that is a whole is very good but then yeah colin mocker then turns it around on him like colin mocker isn't this like just an assassin in there like he's just mm -hmm. the working that you see on, on display or fantastic yeah, he's, but he's show. he's always been like so so good like he probably was one of the highlights of uh whose line is it anyway i'm going to oh, see absolutely. here in st Catharines. um it's the whose line is it anyway live thing That's oh are you nice yeah I i've, I've seen it a bunch of times actually yeah it's really good the live one? Oh, cool um yeah. i'm trying to remember who's going to be here i don't think colin mockery is one of them uh um, he's never been before it's yeah. usually ryan greg proops um Sometimes it's supposed to be Chip, who yeah, oh, sometimes. Chip I think that's yeah. right. Uh, um, but usually, usually he's not there when they come to my town. Um, and then there's another guy who I don't believe has ever been on the shows, except for maybe more recently on the CW stuff. I'm gonna find who's Wayne on Brady's this time. Busy. Um, but uh, they they are a crack up live every. So yeah, I got we'll, tickets for that. my brother, my sister in law, and uh, my partner for for June. So. That'll be good. It's uh, Ryan Styles, Greg Pro Proops, Proops. Proops yeah. Yeah. It looks like Proops. Uh, Joel Murray is one of them. Oh, that's uh, the one who's barely been on the TV. For yeah, but I've seen him on the other. Years. Jeff and Jeff B. Davis, I believe. Um, but Joel Murray, I've seen from like, like sitcoms and stuff. So I'm excited. It'll be fun. It's on the weekend of Niagara Falls Comic Con, so I'm gonna go straight from Comic Con to that because Comic Con ends at five that day. This mm -hmm. day busy weekend fun stuff oh, um yeah, no, it's, it's a crack up finish up yeah. for anybody that's watching or joins later uh david is actually gonna hop on stream after we leave and he'll be streaming some grand turismo 7 oh is that nice. comes out tomorrow i believe yes yes it does i am actually very curious about that i don't i don't really love driving games but like i i had gt1 and 2 for playstation and it's pretty much just to show off how good they looked at the time it looked like garbage now um well, comparison. now it looks good again we've got a new one now i'm like now i'm like i kind of want to play gt7 like just to see how far it pushes the ps5 right like it looks good it really really does yeah. so uh give it a watch after we so, hop yeah. off just like programming note. channel on okay your turn all right well uh yeah i think that's gonna do it for us this week uh if you'd like to read more on these topics and more you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com sure to follow us on all the socials just search cg mag and you'll find us uh if you have any questions or comments please send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com and we'll address them on the air mm -hmm. or not if you don't want to i guess that's a 
thing too if you don't uh unacceptable yeah (laughs) if you have any feedback (laughs) or (laughs) unacceptable uh jordan where can people find you uh i sometimes i draw stuff on instagram and sometimes i do stuff on tiktok and youtube uh you can uh, yeah i'm 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 officially like done with twitter i just i'm keeping it just to like have it but i don't i'm not using it anymore shit Um, that's for the best yeah, so I mean, if you want to, if you want to follow me there too, I won't. I don't care. Uh, it's uh, Ninja X Jordan, and you can find me on YouTube at Ninja Jordan Reviews. And Dana, uh, I am on some things at the Dana Eileen. So T H E D A Y N A E I L E E N. That's I don't know Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. I don't think there's a the in my Twitch. Anyway, moving on. Either way, <laughs> Brandon. You can find me at bfry26 on pretty much everything. F R Y E, guys. Yeah, I should mention that. It's B F R Y E, just in case you need to find it. Twenty six. Because you must and, uh, find it. And you can catch me on Twitter at Hugathy uh, Overshot, uh, <laughs> or on here on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, that's gonna do it for us for this week. Uh, remember, if you want to help out the situation in Ukraine contact your local Ukrainian church or community center or there's usually a foundation of some kind um, and they should have details uh, and uh, yeah catch you next week thanks for tuning in yeah.